Welcome to the Gamerhood Podcast. My name is Michael Walker, and today we are talking to Mohammed and Yassin from Ontario, Canada. Mohammed is a hypnotist and a neuro-linguistics programming expert, and Yassin runs a successful podcast called Crash and Flow. I'll put the details in the show notes to check out Mohammed's NLP service and Yassin's podcast. In this episode, we talk about healthy gaming and how Mohammed helped Yassin by using NLP to allow him to play video games again and stop his panic attacks. I hope you enjoy the episode. All right, so Yassin, why don't we start out by you telling the audience a little bit about yourself kind of as a person and uh, your podcast. Right. Um... Uh, I, I always start in the same place because you you know we, we, how do you start when you talk about yourself? Uh, I'm an engineer. That's the easiest one to, to start with because it kind of gives people an insight on how uh, how my brain goes. Uh, so yeah, I did that as a as a good brown boy. It was a choice between either uh, either you become a doctor or an engineer or a lawyer. And so uh, I was really bad in biology for whatever reason. I, I think if I did it again, I'd be good at it, but I sucked. And so. Uh, um, you know, I defaulted into engineering, so that's what I do. Uh, and so my day job is tied around that. Um, and outside of that, uh, I, I always looked for a creative uh, endeavor to keep me going because uh, the nine to five job is not really the thing that that makes my heart happy. Um, it just helps the bank account. So I did uh, photography or wedding photography for about five years. That was fun. Did and between that, I did some event work and some other things like that. And then, uh, yeah, started a podcast about five years ago, um, with my friend who's also, um, split down the middle, you know, he's, he's in sales, uh, works in downtown Toronto, but is also a stand-up comedian. So, uh, that's wow. what we do. That's, uh, the podcast called crash and flow. Uh, it started off just because every, we just listened to so many podcasts and half of them were saying that, Hey, you should try a podcast yourself. Just do something as opposed to just consume. So I called him one day. I was driving. Uh, I was on the QEW, and I asked him, "Hey, you want to be? A, you want to do a podcast with me?" He said, "Yeah, okay, cool." So, I think a week later, a week later, we started, and we never stopped. So, uh, thankfully, and and thank God, uh, I haven't missed a Sunday. I don't think in five years. So, two hundred and seventy-three episodes. So that's so that's that's been fun. Um, so the podcast is just conversational podcast. We could, uh, it's really me and him shooting the shit and uh you know when you first start a podcast you think that you're interesting you're not for like 100 episodes yeah like you know you you, like you put a higher importance on your own voice for whatever reason or you think that you have something like to share Eh, no one gives a shit um but as time went on we just found out what we actually like to do and um if it wasn't talking to interesting people such as you know we've had Mohammed on the podcast multiple times uh, then it's just uh, he and I um, shooting the shit, and it's actually turned into equal parts, um, you know, um, therapy, uh, like a like a decompression, uh, fun, and this is like this thing where you have to constantly every week you get to check in on your friend, and now you get to do it like it's part of your thing that way, you know. So so that's uh, it's been beneficial for both of us, and yeah, so that's that, and obviously play a lot of video games or a lot is relative now life is a little different now i just got married but i like congratulations i yeah i heard that was uh what two months ago now yeah 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 so that's uh so it's been it's been interesting right it's been uh, and i feel like uh you know i've been been doing marriage uh, marriage life or married life uh on hard mode just because it's covid right because what everyone says when they got married they're like oh you know the first year living with someone the adjustments were tough what you worked eight hours a day away from like outside 
right? <laughs> you, you were you were at work for eight hours. You see your work people more than you see your wife or your your or your husband. And then yeah. that part of it is difficult. I'm pretty sure COVID is much more difficult. You know, for sure. Uh, so did thing. you not live together uh, until you got married? Then, uh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the pro- the proper way, I guess. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it depends. You know, it's just more religious, uh, more religious. Son. So, uh, yeah, no, you have to, you have to wait. Yeah, that totally yeah, makes sense. And and I think that's a really cool thing. Like you said, you're doing your podcast with your, you know, best friend, and kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, a forced way to keep in touch. And I'm, yeah. I'm sure we'll get into it later. But for me, a lot of that is kind of. Uh, where kind of video games come in. It's kind mm-hmm. of a way to, you know, force, uh, you know, so you and some of your acquaintances and friends to kind of stay in touch. And For sure. I'm kind of a very social gamer where I would choose to play a game that's less fun, but with mm-hmm. people and mm-hmm. on the headsets chatting, you know, versus yeah. like something that's like more up my alley, but no one else is playing. I'm kind of by myself. So Right. That is, I, I, I would agree with that too. I, when Among Us, when Among Us blew up, I was like, man, I wish I had seven people to play video games with. <laughs> I wish I had right. seven friends. <laughs> yeah, but most of them don't play video games. So uh, like the ones that I would play, uh, like it would, it's better when you know the people as opposed to like just jumping into a, into a room oh, yeah, for with sure. random people. Yeah. yeah. That's a solid game for sure. Um, mm-hmm. All right. So I guess uh, same question quickly over to you then, uh, Mohamed. Yeah, so I guess uh, today, um, I guess I have two parts of my my, my life. Um, on one hand, I am a I own a technology business and I sell IT products to other businesses across Canada. That's what I started about ten years ago to kind of get my break from the whole corporate lifestyle and the nine to five. I was just was just done with that <laughs> for a variety of reasons. Um, but one of the biggest reasons was to be able to have the time and flexibility um, to do what the other side of my life is today, which is working with people um, on helping from everything. I basically sometimes, you know, joke that I'm a pretend therapist. And the reason I say pretend therapist is because legally I can't call myself a therapist. <laughs> you know, I'm not a doctor. I didn't go to school for any of that, but I'm a hypnotist. And uh, I'm a practitioner of something called Neuro Linguistic Programming, or NLP, right? And this was something that really changed my life around in my early 20s. And now I use these methods to help people from everything from trauma to depression to anxieties to phobias. Uh, But on the other side, I have a lot of, like, executive clients that will you know, come to me, you know, it's always, it's, it's always just kind of like a good to great story. And people are, I always find that the limitations are the ones that we create in our minds, right? So it's just kind of helping people break through that. So I have this huge heart and this huge passion to, to just help. And uh, I knew I couldn't necessarily do that sort of work justice uh, if I was working, you know, 50, 60 hours a week, which is what my lifestyle was back in the corporate days. So yeah, and now I, I I don't really know what I do more of, to be honest. There's some days that uh, I'm selling uh, Microsoft all day. Uh, you know, we sell a lot of Office 365 and whatnot. And then there's uh, there's days where I'm just on back-to-back client calls, so uh, as far as the coaching aspects go. So, yeah, they're both, like, having two full-time jobs. Yeah, so on the hypnotizers, yeah. are you doing that more as like a like a passion? Or are you also is it like more professional side as well? Like you're actually selling a service? Yeah, yeah, no. So it started off as a passion, but then I quickly realized that uh, if I do what I want to do in the amount I want to do, I'm going to burn myself out. 
So the plan is to let go of the technology side. And in order for that to happen, I do treat this as a business. You know, I mean, clients, of course, pay, which is good because then they have skin, you know, in the game as well. Um, you know, that's important. And I do trainings for organizations. So that whole gamut. Yeah. So it's definitely a business. Oh, that's great. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, I guess all kind of, I guess, ask myself the same question because I kind yeah. of think we might post this cross platform. Uh, so, yeah, so just from a high level, I guess, you know, Michael Walker, I just started uh, the uh, Gamer podcast here this January. Um, I think kind of what, uh, you know, I wasn't like you seen in regards to, you know, just thought about a podcast and a week later, I just kind of did it. You know, I, at first I was really, you know, doing a lot of research and trying to make the perfect podcast and, you know, what is the structure and all this stuff. And I don't remember who said it, but I watched one video of a podcaster that has a big following and he basically said exactly what you said. You seen like, he's like, just start. Like, you know, it's going to be minimum episode 40, but you even get somewhat of a groove or even a fraction of a following, right? Like the the first episodes are going to be so poor and so bad to just start it and, you know, practice makes perfect. So I kind of just, New Year's resolution 2020 was, well, 2020. So I said, let's do something productive in 2021. Um, So that was kind of my thing. So I started that up and I'm probably about episode 10 or so now. Um, I'm an urban planner by trade, um, so I work in the development side. So again, I'm not sure what kind of engineer specifically you are, you seem, but maybe we kind of could cross paths at some point in that regard, because uh, mm-hmm. you know, do a lot of uh, low-rise, mid-rise, high-rise kind of uh, development projects. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm on, I'm on the development side, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, and then like I said, uh, father of a 19-month-old daughter. Uh, that's been fantastic. Um, that for me was one of the main blessings for 2020 uh, was the fact that you know this forced work from home, which our industry typically doesn't have or do. Um, so it was kind of a great, you know, ability that, you know, I saw the, the you know, crawling, the walking, the talking, all that kind of stuff that, you know, the father would typically miss the mum sees, you know, on mat leave. Um, I was kind of there at the kitchen, you know, table to quickly jump over and, you know, catch those moments. So right. that was pretty awesome and special. That, that was, was good. One congratulations. Of my, yeah, that was congratulations. Yeah, that was actually one of my other reasons too for wanting to get out of the, uh, the nine to five um, schedule. Um, my son had just turned two years old and I, I, for the life of me could not remember any distinct or special memories of him of the last year. Cause I was yeah. always at work and I'm like, this is, this is not what I'm signing up for. This is not the life that I want. And you know, in, in what I did, there wasn't really that option to, to work from home, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Cause yeah. you're relying on other people's schedules and demands and absolutely. Yeah. 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 Well, that's, I mean, yeah, it's definitely important. And, you know, I think now as, you know, I'm going back to the office and stuff like that, you know, it's becoming hard not to be, but, you know, you don't want to become the weekend warrior. But, you know, now that I'm in the office, back in the office, like, you know, 8 to, you know, you know, 5.30, by the time I get home, it's basically, and my daughter's in daycare, it's basically just like eat bath bed. Like there's no time basically outside of the weekend at this point, but, you know. It is what it is, and like I said, it really just makes, especially when 2020 was what it was, it really makes these weekends pretty special in 2021. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I've got an 11-year-old. Oh, wow. Just turned 11 uh, about a month ago. Yeah, I can't even fathom that. Yeah. So so then, yeah, so it's been nine (laughs) years then, I guess, since you kind of of took a back step then to the corporate push. Yeah, that was it, Um, January 2012. There you go. And I'm sure sure those memories have ramped up the uh, the, the memories of your son. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they great. have. Yeah. No, so it's cool. like, you know, I know exactly what you mean, man. As long as you kind of, you know, achieve what you set out to, then that's all that matters, right? Like you said, everyone puts limitations on themselves, but 
I think a lot of, and it's kind of going down a bit of a wrong path, but, um, you know, I think everyone needs to d- define for themselves what they think success is, right? You know, mm-hmm. don't let society or your parents tell you what success is, whether that be, you know, material, financial, the size of your house, the car, whatever. Just if that's important to you, then that's great. Hustle that, get that Ferrari, get that mansion, right? But, mm-hmm. you know, don't let someone tell you just because you don't have those things, you're not, you're less successful than the guy that does. Because I have that argument all the time with some friends I have kind of thing where it's like, you know, who's, you know, who's more successful and better off, right? The the lawyer that, you know, works, you know, not to generalize all lawyers, right? But you work 80, 100 hours a week, you know, your wife hates you, your kids hate you, you know, but you got a mansion that you could, you're never in because you're always working. You got a car you never drive, um, you know, but society would be like, that's the extremely successful guy. Or mm-hmm. maybe the guy that's just like some YouTuber with a small following that makes like 20 grand a year, you know, but he spends, you know all this time with friends and family and just loves his life to pieces. Yeah. yeah. So. I have a, a thought that's not as serious or deep, but somewhere around the same lines. I, I, when, when I'm starting to get really burned out with work, I, I find myself thinking about this, like I have this wish where uh, they would be like, I would go to jail and the way that you can pay off your sentence is that they give you like some long standing anime, like, like One Piece or Naruto, and you get, you sit there and you watch the whole thing. Literally, literally, your punishment is to like intake the stuff that I don't even have time to. But I've 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 had cousins who've been telling me to watch like stuff or friends for the longest time, and I'm like, how am I ever going to be able to do that? I just I just want someone to take away all my choices. <laughs> and you're forced to yeah, and you're forced just, to binge watch TV. Yeah. I mean, like, I think I can't, I can't imagine. There was all, it was another thing we said. Also, I recommend things obviously to my friends and, um, you know, my close friend, the guy that I do the podcast with, you know, lives a very busy life. Like all, like we all do, but really it's hard, it's hard to get into someone else's recommendation, right? It, it, it's like you'll recommend it, but then Netflix was also recommended. And then after it will just be a certain time during, like during the, the, the week where you're like, okay, maybe I'll try it. Then you get hooked and you're like, wow, he was right. Um, but anyway, he's so resistant for that beginning part. If he starts watching, he's going to like it. I just like, I wish I could also pay to put him in a cabin in a forest somewhere for him <laughs> to watch it. And then, you know, then I would get the satisfaction of my friend watching the thing that I recommended and I, because I know he's going to like it. Um, and then he, ha- he has an excuse. He was like, he was abducted and put in a cabin and was told to watch the show. Yeah, but I mean, it's like Nike, right? Just do it or just jump, right? It's the same idea. It's the same idea with like what, how you guys didn't think about your podcast. You just yeah. said, just do it. Like in the end of the day, like especially if you're actually just straight out talking about shows, like yeah. you literally could quit five minutes in and be like, yeah, this is garbage, right? Like yeah. there's no financial investment, no skin, no nothing. Just Yeah, yeah that's but, yeah. true. Cool. All right, so why don't we, I guess, switch over, I guess, to the gaming side, uh, mm. which I know we all have in common. Um, so... I guess you've seen, we'll kind of go with the same order you've seen. Uh, do right, you recall right. how you specifically got into gaming as a child? Yeah. Um, so, you know, my, my parents were rather strict. And as a result, there was no video games in the house for a long time. Um, but, you know, if ever once in a while you go visit family and they would have a Nintendo. So you get to play some Nintendo. And that was Mario and whatnot. But, like, I really didn't feel any connection to the games that I would play at other people's houses. Right. And even um eventually you know my parents caved and 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 they bought me a game boy right um so donkey kong was like the first real connection to a video game where you know you because for you to love a video game i think it's got to be more than just one thing it can't just be 
just fun or whatever like it was like the music of donkey kong was amazing and like just like i got really good with the mechanics of the game and stuff this is as a kid where you start developing a proficiency where it's like yeah there's you know i i'm i'm pretty confident there's no other there's not a lot of people who could play the game at the level that i'm playing it at even if it's just a small little handheld and that's really the, the thing that i remember the most as far as like my first game um that, that like that eventually my, i got a dreamcast which is an odd choice if you you know if you don't have any other system mm. in in the house why would you ask for a dreamcast but it was that was the big one that i could ask for at the time and uh yeah back then it was soul caliber um you know shenmue uh that type of stuff so that's all been great but really the thing that like that went into my heart that really resonated and then never let go was halo that, oh yeah that is beyond doubt for me the greatest one of the greatest games i've ever played i remember when I, you know when you land on that and that ring world and then you like the camera pans up as if you're looking at it and you look at the ring world like wow it's just wrinkling my brain we're on a on a planet it's a ring that's on the inside of the ring and it makes sense because if it spins then it's gravity like it was all this stuff just all combined and you know it was on the xbox and that was the first like of the new generation of uh, of, of of consoles and you know, that's when you started getting into a, like Arena Slayer. You get to play with all your friends and people were bringing, I was bringing, transporting 27-inch tube TVs in the back of my parents' Accord and driving to a friend's place to connect LAN parties, like, you know, four Xboxes strewn about the house. One's in the kitchen, one's in the living room, the other one's in the basement. Like that level of excitement of just uh, uh, for gaming and that like, man. It's unparalleled. That was that's probably like my my fondest memory is Halo. Yeah, and speaking of music, I mean, yeah, the the Halo, you know, music has really mm-hmm. kind of hooked you too. For sure, I still listen uh, to like it Donkey for for, for, uh, for like you know when I'm working, I put yeah. on a put on a Halo soundtrack, like two hour soundtrack of Halo, and well, where we go, awesome. at least I can I can play a little bit in my brain while I'm working. And Donkey Kong, yeah, same thing for me. Really huge, you know, part of me getting into it as well. But I don't mm-hmm. know if you've tried. Like I know they've kind of reintroduced and reissued the, uh, like you know, the older systems. Mm. You know, in the, in the recent years, if you ever try to go back and play Donkey Kong now, mm. Are you talking about the original Donkey. Yeah, Kong? Yeah, like, like if you go now and, and go try to stuff? go do like an SNES, like mm-hmm. you know, Donkey Kong, you would be like, how did I beat this as a kid? Right. Like because. <laughs> Like as a kid, you were. Are we talking about Donkey Kong Country or the one with the ladders and the barrels? Oh no, I'm talking about like Donkey no. Kong Country. Oh, Donkey okay. Kong Country, yeah. Yeah, yeah but I'm just saying though, like like when you were a kid, you were like, wow, this game's phenomenal and it's such good graphics and such good yeah. gameplay. But now when you go back, like the input lag, like on those kind of systems, from when yeah. you press jump to when you actually jump, mm-hmm. like you were so used to that as a kid. But now when you go back and play it, it makes mm-hmm. some of those like you know uh, challenging jump levels like near impossible. At least For I sure. found. Yeah, and you were because like, your brain that. just is like if push jump you jump. That's it. There's yeah. not like a jump and then wait five milliseconds and then he jumps. Like yeah, it's... yeah. And sometimes you were play- you were beating levels in the back of a car at nighttime, yeah. trying to trying to play in between the in between the street lights. <laughs> you know, he's still kind of staring at it. Remember that that uh, that addition thing you clip on top? So it was a magnifier with like two. Yeah, this is or it was. No, no, no. It was a uh, it was the Game Boy still the play okay. loud uh, things, it, and uh, it was a magnifier. So it made your oh, screen yeah, yeah, quicker yeah. and yeah, I, had two that. Lights. I had that, yeah. 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 My first oh, game was a Game Boy Color. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I had the light and I had the magnifying thing. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Man. All right, I'll just, All right. I'm sending it to Mohammed. Yeah. Um, so I, not one of those kids that was born with a controller, you know, uh, out of the womb. <laughs> but I got into gaming pretty early. My I'm the youngest of four kids. And um, I think my brother 
got like an Atari system from a garage sale when I was like four or five years old. But that's not, it wasn't actually until I think I was like seven, eight years old where I got, you know, the Super Nintendo. Now, um, sort of a strict household. We weren't allowed to play a lot. Mm-hmm. But I found, you know, I, I think it had to do with the age gap between me and my siblings, right? And the, also the fact that the one closest to me was um, was was my sister. And she wasn't really into gaming at all. And my brother is seven years older. So at that age, that's like another generation, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm like 10. He's like in high school, right? Um, so as much as I had siblings in the house, I, you know, in, in many ways, I kind of was my own sort of just always did my own thing and that was what I always in a way retreated to was either reading books or video games so Super Nintendo was how I got started um I mean lots of games that I played there once I started working I got myself an N64 but um it very quickly became uh, a love of PC so mm-hmm. I'm a PC gamer Master Race Master Race yeah. <laughs> yeah I guess right although now uh, I'm all about the consoles. It's just, you know, I, I, having to update the drivers and this and that. It's just, I just want to turn it on and it just works. So I really appreciate that about the consoles. Mm. Um, but yeah, in high school and stuff, it was all around PCs. And just like you were lugging tube TVs, we were lugging all our PCs. And like, I still have a picture of, I think, 12 of us in this r- small room with all of our computers together, having kind of like a, a StarCraft, uh, you know, a network party. And we would you know, get together on Friday and leave Sunday, only going home in the nights to sleep. And that's it. It was very disgusting, to be honest. By the end it of sounds Sunday. beautiful. <laughs> yeah. It sounds right. absolutely beautiful. It's like I love pizza it. and fried chicken oh, on the floor. Is yeah. Cheeto Those dust all over your keyboard. Yeah, you guys are, do you guys know yeah. that, that, that legendary picture of a, it's a LAN party in some basement and a dude is duct taped to the, to the ceiling? Yeah. No. You're know, playing Counter-Strike? You guys send this over to me. <laughs> God damn, I love that thing. Anyway, sorry, go on. So oh. I could never get into Halo because mm-hmm. when Halo blew up, I did not know how to play shooters using a controller. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would be one of those guys that you give me a controller and I'd just be like, you know, circling around in the air. Or I just couldn't control it because right. I was just so used to keyboard and mouse. I mean, I've gotten a little bit better since then, but yeah. You know, I can oh. hold my own in Call of Duty on the PlayStation. But, Fair you know. enough. Yeah, yeah, no, I saw some clips. Well <laughs> yeah, done. Right? Yeah, nice. it looks good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think I have a similar story to seeing, like, in regards to, well, my, my dad, I think, was actually pretty pretty addicted to regular, like, regular Nintendo Mario. Like, he used mm-hmm. to, like, like play it at, like, 2, 3 in the morning some days and stuff like that. And, you know, you know my mom used to complain all the time. And I was kind of like, I don't really get it. I watched them here and there, but, like, it never really hooked me. And then the same, same thing, it was, uh, it was Donkey Kong Country, um, kind of for the SNES, that really kind of got me really into to gaming and from there the the game that really then like was just not from i think Donkey kong was the music but also just like really fun mm-hmm. uh but then when playstation um i played some of the final fantasies and then that i guess because it has a bit more like you know fantasy and imagination and adventure that kind of like hooked to kind of a different side of me and then from right. there it was just which final know, fantasy final fantasy 7 was uh yes. i have played like five and six and some of the earlier ones as what well what about eight but, uh, yep, eight's great. Nine, ten. I played most of them. Actually, um, seven. They all make me cry. I'll admit. There you go. And I just, yeah. I, I mean, I played the. I literally got a PS4 just so I could play Final Fantasy VII remake. The remake, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it was same same thing with Halo. Actually, it's funny when the I think it was the 360 or whatever it was came out. Mm-hmm. I'm literally like, oh, I'm gonna go buy like a $300 Halo machine because mm-hmm. like I bought like that's the only game I played on Xbox. So I'd like, yeah. oh, Halo Reach is coming out. Okay, I'm gonna go buy a brand new system just yeah. to play one game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I, I got, Gears of War did that for me. 
I got yeah, the 360 yeah. for Gears of War. Yeah, the Xbox. I got the Xbox for for Halo when Halo Four came out. I was like, all right, that's it, because I already already moved most of my gaming into PlayStation. So yeah, you know, it was the only reason. Remember when Xbox was king shit? Sorry, I don't know if we're gonna do that. I don't. But yeah, like, yeah, but, but, like <laughs> but but Xbox was the. They had all the exclusives. They had every game, and and really that their flagship was Halo, and it was untouchable. Like Halo One, Halo Two, Halo Three, and then, man, what a what a nosedive. I loved the 360. Yeah. I loved. Yeah, the 360, 360 was yeah. the. I, I was I went hard in the paint. I even had a like a like an MLG spec controller custom made, and then they spray painted my gamer tag on it, like. <laughs> Yeah. The things you do. I love it. I love it. Hey, yeah. man. Got the girls. That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got married, uh, so I'm good with that now. Cool. All right. Uh, do you guys have any, like, you know, uh, favorite memories or funny stories that you would want to share? Um, for me, it was the, it really was the, the you know, the, the Halo land parties were just something where it was like, and it was, it, it, it was just a snapshot in time because obviously as time moved on, just right when you got into Halo 2, uh, playing online became more more predominant. I mean, just was starting to to gain to to gain popularity really. So, you know, there was a slowdown in how many times you you would do a LAN party, and then you know people just uh, I don't know if we were even I don't know when Halo Two came out, but like it just felt like people were growing up, and you know by the time university happens and stuff like that, it just it's just harder and harder for you to do that because there's so many moving parts and really like the dedication required for you to move you know 40 pounds worth of gear you know to 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 like there's not that many people i guess that would yeah. that that like it that much i guess once and you guys switch the master race and just play online and... yeah i guess and and i mean i actually to, to mohammed's point that's the reason why i don't like i want my computer to be where i do work and i want my like console where i where i do gaming i i, I need the divide i can't have the same I can't have the same. That's part of like control of me not starting to lose grip on my life. I can't. I can't have my gaming machine be the thing where I work. Where I work as well. I, I definitely need. Even though it's right here, it's literally because on my you'd same be desk. worried that you become a poor employee. Like you'd be like, oh, let's just do one round at lunch. Or I mean, I just. I just don't want to introduce <laughs> it. I'm pretty guy. sure. I'm pretty sure. Like <laughs> you, you know, I, I have self control for me to be able to not do it. I just don't really want to deal with that and yeah. it's just it's just better to have That's every fair. like all your game stuff happens one thing and i'm i'm i was always comfortable with controller really the only the only games i've ever played on my computer was uh was counter-strike um i'm trying to think uh, another uh, honestly the, the favorite memory is the, the first time playing halo uh at my friend's place just they all wanted to play hockey like uh, road hockey at nighttime this was this was this was during ramadan by the way so like this is a fasting month and so you know it was a star and then after that like you broke fast and then everyone for whatever reason these tryhards wanted to go play hockey at nighttime outside and it's winter time and this was way back and uh and i knew my friend had an xbox brand new and he had halo and all i wanted to do was i just wanted to play halo Right, and uh, so they all went out to play to, to play hockey in the in the in the in, in the cold, and then he and I stayed, uh, and and you know his cat wasn't scared, so also his cat came out, so I got to pet a cat and play Halo. I I can't imagine like having a better night, really. That was uh, <laughs> that was awesome, um, but yeah, you know, uh, I I don't I, I don't know after that really like uh, you know it's cool to think like more recent memories. I, I loved The Last of Us. I thought that was. Like I felt like my I changed as a human being after I finished that the first one and um, so that that's always that's always been something that that I think back on um, and then just recently you know I got a I got a switch and uh, 
you know, uh, I'm playing Mario Odyssey with my wife, and that's that's cool. I never, I didn't think that that would that would happen when I got married, like being able to chill on a couch and play video games with your wife. But that that was that's pretty dope too. Yeah, I didn't get that at all. I um, <laughs> I tried. Believe me, I tried. At one point, I bought his and hers um, Nintendo DS lights or uh-huh. 3D. I don't even know which one it was, but like mm-hmm. you know, I got. I got, you know, one for me and I got took her and I said, look at all the colors. You can have whatever one you want. And she, she, I can't, I think she chose the purple one or something. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. And that, mm-hmm. that was it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So. It's heartbreaking, man. You go, you go in and, and with high hopes, you're like, you know, my wife's also going to play video games with it. It's going to be yeah. so good. Uh, and then, geez. Yeah. I mean, that's so funny because, like, I mean, I'm not, I don't know, a lot of people talk about, like, you know, that's the dream. And, like, mm-hmm. I actually almost think it's the opposite for me. Like, it's kind of <laughs> like, I'm like, I have, if she was like, oh, I want to play the games you're playing, like, I'd be like, mm, you sure? Like, because it's like, for me, it's kind of like a nice thing. Like, my wife has her own hobbies. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like a thing, like, or she's into, like, bad tv like bachelor so like when on monday nights when she watches bachelor it's like sweet i got like two three hours to play games tonight you know guilt-free yeah. and it's kind of well, like make no our mistake. separate time yeah <laughs> our 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 intersection is strictly at switch level it's it's not like it's not like she's trying to play she's hopping on your warzone yeah. team and like <laughs> <laughs> i think that's why it's a dream right it's never supposed to be reality i would be i would my soul would be crushed if she you know uh, you know, embarrasses me and owns me on Warzone or something. Right. Right? You're, oh, yeah. you're on the same team. People start trashing you. They're like, yeah. they're talking to her. The wife, your your wife, just doesn't want to be associated with you at all. Just like, like I don't know, that guy's. Like, we should ditch him at the in the lobby. Yeah. Yeah, such a noob. You're sleeping on the couch today. Can you imagine? <laughs> that would be funny. That's hilarious. Nice. So, do you have any uh, interesting stories there, Mohammed? Um. I'll tell you the story of how I got my first Xbox. Is I mean, at this, I mean, I've had, I have a lot of good memories. It's been a while since I played a really good game. I think the last time a game really truly moved me is all the classics like Max Payne, Splinter Cell, mm-hmm. uh, the Final Fantasies like seven, six, you know, eight. Like those those games. Those are you know linked to the past. It's just I don't know. Maybe it's because I don't get into games as deeply as I did before. Maybe that's it, right? Um, But nothing has been that compelling. But in 2004, 22 years old, I had gotten a job uh, in Ottawa and I lived there for the summer and I was dead broke. Like there's actually one weekend, I love telling this story, um, in Ottawa where I didn't have enough money uh, to buy groceries. Right, because uh, I, I had to pay rent. That always, that of course came first, and I had realized I had something like twenty dollars in PC points, and I bought ice cream with it. It was awesome. <laughs> like I had bread. Like I was gonna survive. I wasn't gonna die or anything yeah. like that. Right, and I had my. So far, this is a sad story, Mohammed. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> no, he's now he's prosperous as a little adult. So it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Sorry, this is you know twenty years ago. <laughs> The point being is, uh, on one of the weekends, I'm like, I need something to do. And I'm with my buddy. And um, I'm like, you know what? I want an Xbox. This so, is at the same time you couldn't even afford groceries. You want correct. an Xbox. Okay. I want an Xbox. <laughs> so he's like, you know, he said, Mom, you can't afford an Xbox. I'm like, don't tell me what I can or can't do. <laughs> Walk into EB Games. I'm like, I want an Xbox. Here's my credit card. If it goes through, it goes through. If it doesn't go through, I don't get an Xbox. And I went through. 
right? So that's how I got my Xbox. I played so much Ninja Gaiden that summer. It was Dude. absolutely Man, I totally that forgot about Need that game. Speed, Jesus. Need for Speed Carbon, mm-hmm. right? The best mm-hmm. thing. Best thing. Yeah. If you, if you, you and then you, get... obviously you got a job or something over the summer. Yeah, as well, yeah, that was pay just for one this... weekend and <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like no big deal, right? Ninja Gaiden was a punishing game. That game was it was tough. I, but I never when you get good it. at it, it. there's nothing. I could was, not oh, finish it. Oh, you I couldn't finish it? it? I didn't I, finish it. Yeah, I, I finished that. I fi- I finished that. Like the, the amount of sweaty palms at that point, you had to clean the controller because it's just it's just a little too gummy. But good lord, that that game made you feel amazing. Because if you keep grinding at it, eventually you just get you you understand the patterns, you understand how fast you got to move and things like that, and like you get to a place where you feel un- invincible. Yeah, uh, I good lord. made the mistake. That game's great. What was it? Maybe a month ago, a couple months ago, to buy Demon Souls. Okay. Because they made a remake for the PS5. That game, that game beats you. Like that, you play that game not to beat it. It's you play that game so it can beat you, right? It 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 is it's it is brutal, and I didn't realize that once you get to level two, I think, right? Uh, it opens up some multiplayer feature where you're happily just trying to survive, and some random person that you didn't even invite into your game just comes out of nowhere and just kills you. <laughs> right and it's permadeath right oh yeah. wow feel, yeah like there's no you know you have to start right from the beginning you lose everything um yeah i don't know what i was thinking yeah <laughs> so, it sounds like, torturous it is torturous yeah. but people love it i was like oh, why you experience it it's fun when i guess you're you're the the kid with more time and you're the one going around ganking everyone but when you're the adult just trying to have fun and some you right. know, high school kids yeah. just like walking all over you yeah it's i not should as probably fun. see if i can sell that on kijiji or something yeah <laughs> some of my money back <laughs> yeah or you can trade it to ebay for i mean uh eb games for, for 50 games. cents or so. Yeah, exactly. Well, who knows, man? Their stock went through <laughs> the roof. Maybe they can afford to give you a couple bucks down. now. It went back down. Yeah, it really oh, it's did. still astronomical compared to what it started at, though. Oh yeah, I would follow it. Yeah. Um, you you said one thing where you're saying that you know maybe you don't get into games as much as you used to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I feel that too. Sometimes also, I feel like when I'm reading a book, my imagination won't generate the same level of detail as it used to do when I was reading Harry Potter when I was a kid, and that makes me a little sad. Like it just feels like I I gave up 4K imagination. I'm just running on 240. <laughs> like, you're just so cheated like, and more realistic, and you're just like, yeah, I can't. Just I'm won't not. do it, man. <laughs> right? Graphic engine in, in the in my imagination is just not cutting it anymore. Um, but anyway, uh, there there is a game that that brought back that sense of wonder that I once felt, you know, way back in the day. And, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. You oh. told me. You told me. Yeah. My God, I will not stop recommending that game. That game is fantastic. So much heart, so much soul, so much like the the you know the the like combat mechanic, the but specifically the story and the character development. We're talking like anime level quality over here. I I absolutely love it. It might be the only game that I play like a one plus and run it through again just for me to experience the things again. Wow, highly 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 recommend that. Yeah, yeah. I saw it came out for the PC not too long ago, and I was gonna maybe pick it up. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, I definitely prefer more than most on the keyboard, but. Mm-hmm. I am trying to transition to whether it be console or single players on the uh, uh, computer, just because right. you know they're possible. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I still have a lot of friends. I'm still one of the youngest of my friends to mm-hmm. be married and have kids and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. I still, um, yeah, I'm I'm kind of stupid, but I like being competitive, and I still try to keep up with those single friends that I have that don't yeah, have right. those obligations and like right, right. like. 
like I'm into like fantasy games stuff like that. Like uh, World of Warcraft Classic came out, which is basically just re-releasing World of Warcraft, like the same mm-hmm. game that came out 15 years ago. So that got yeah. released, and my friends convinced me to play that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I remember at one point like they were like, "Oh yeah, our guild's gonna start raiding in two weeks." Um, and he says, "You can be in there. You just have to be max level and gear by then." <laughs> and like I ran the calcs, and I was like, "Okay, I, I just gotta play like four, four to six hours a day." Like you know, okay, like if if that's what it requires, I'll make it work. And I was mm-hmm. just like staying up till two in the morning. Um, and then like going to work the next morning, but then also while having a baby, sometimes it obviously is waking up every hour and a half, like crying. And so, yeah, Man, my, I was dedicated. pretty exhausted. Well done. But <laughs> I, I should be congratulating stuff. this. I'm pretty sure we're talking about healthy gaming to some degree. Oh but yeah, well yeah, we'll get into that. But that is completely <laughs> well, unhealthy gaming. <laughs> well, I, I've had I've had uh, my son Ibrahim in my arm. Right, mm-hmm. while playing video games when he was younger too, right? So yeah. you know, there is a bit hey, of a balancing guy, but it is possible. It can mm-hmm. be done. Yeah. <laughs> right. So 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 what uh what kind of games I guess um are you guys playing now or is there any games coming down the pipe that you're looking forward to? Ooh. Okay, uh well Horizon Dawn the sequel, definitely. Um, Which one? Oh yes. The, yeah, yeah, the next Horizon. But is that Horizon probably PS five exclusive? Like PS5, you have to upgrade yeah. to get that? Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, so you know, it is what it is. Whatever. You gotta do what you gotta do. You, gotta do what you wanna you play do. video games. Uh, definitely want to play. Despite the fact that it was more of a DLC than not than than an actual game, the Miles Morales uh, Spider Man. Spider Man was the the first Spider Man game. It was really really fun. I absolutely love it. Uh, and of course, you know, uh, Microsoft still got me. So when Halo comes out, uh, I'm gonna have to do the whole. I'm gonna have to do the thing. I'm I'd probably buy an Xbox when. Uh, yeah, exactly. Or the, the new Xbox when uh, yeah, yeah. comes out. So you're going from a Switch to a PS5 and an Xbox. Whatever I, it was, what I have Xbox con- One. I love, yeah, I love my technology. I've yeah. sold. Uh, I've sold all of my systems. So all the the Xboxes are all gone. I've I've sold everything except my PS4, and I got a Switch. Um, and then I already have a buyer ready to pick up my PS4 once when I pick up my PS5. So oh, trying, nice. to, trying to trying to trying to be a little. Uh, 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 responsible, yeah, I guess, or something. Michael, you know, do you have I a said, Switch? I can't remember. No, uh, right now I only have a PS4 um, okay. from the console side. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Switches. I used to like every before this, like every generation. I at one point I had like all of them. Like I'd have like the Wii, the the 360, and the PS, so, you know, yeah, three yeah. at the same time or whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, but like I said, it was more mostly like only one or two games of each system that kind of brought me to it. So then I kind of felt right. just bad, like you know. Mm-hmm. Like I'm ninety yeah. percent my gaming's on the computer, but I'm but the three systems are worth as much as my computer. Right, right, right. right. What? Yeah. So really, I, I mean, honestly, I don't stay on top of games anymore. I used to yeah. when I load up my computer, it opens up to IGN or GameStop, and just so I, so I can just peruse what's coming out. Uh, just because I never buy games when they come out now. Uh, there's so much DLC. There's so many patches. There's so many things, and that's not really the real reason why I don't buy games anymore. But it's good, or it's it's better for me if I don't buy a game right off the bat because uh, not only is it going to get on a number of patches and updates and things like that, uh, but also I don't have enough time to play video games at the like consistency as I used to. So you might as well just wait until it goes on sale. It drops from seventy nine to thirty, especially if yeah. it's a really good game. Uh, eventually you'll you know like red deck redemption 2 which i have my eye on 
it's like listed i think like 35 dollars uh that's like me for cyberpunk like i was gonna buy it like at the 80 buck mark but i was like you know what i'll, I'll wait i got other stuff on the go lots yeah. of bugs yeah. lots yeah. of bugs I, I got so much of a backlog that uh, you know i have bloodborne that's downloaded ready to go i have uh tomb raider uh as well so like i got plenty uh, tomb you know. raiders are fantastic the new yeah. tomb raiders um mm-hmm. two things i just thought of when you said that well one funny thing is i don't know if you've seen the meme um there's like you know husbands complaining about their wives and there's like a picture of like the wife's closet and she says i have nothing to wear yeah. right and then it goes to the husband's steam library and he says i have nothing <laughs> to play <laughs> but it's like 100 games you bought that you haven't even literally downloaded like you just bought yeah. them and it yeah. didn't even download. it's those damn sales right <laughs> yeah it's the summer sales you're like oh 10 bucks can't go wrong right honestly but, this is yeah, yeah. that's how that's how i am for sure uh, and another thing if you're into like you know I think it might be PC only related, but uh, there's a subreddit called The Patient Gamer. That mm-hmm. it's all it is is people post like, oh, there's a crazy sale on this game. Like, so even outside of Steam and like those like big platforms, yeah. uh, it might be like, oh, Walmart has a 75% off sale on this game or whatever. Right. That's how they so get you. Kind of you can... play the game, but it's such a good deal. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you never know. You never know if, if the world ends, but electricity still remains. <laughs> that would be the best setup for me. There you go. <laughs> In your prison cell where you're watching Naruto or whatever. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> See, yeah. I've already watched it. It's just that I want I want to be able to watch it again so that I can... Oh, okay. I, I, can, I actually you know. haven't watched it. I haven't watched Naruto. I haven't been... In, yeah, I'm not an anime guy. Actually, I've never given it a shot, so I can't tell, say if I was. I did get it. That's a lie. Um, what was the one about Initial D? Well, that was Initial D. That was racing. Yeah, Initial mm-hmm. D. I, I got into that... Uh, hardcore buddy of mine gave me i think on vhs yeah oh wow yeah and um and macross oh, i don't know which series but like oh yes. like it was really old there's mm-hmm. only two anime i've been able to get into uh death note mm-hmm. and attack on titan yeah, yeah, the yeah. Two that i've been able to yeah. actually attack get on titan in. is freaking Oh, it's so nice. It's so yeah. good. It's so good. It's on track to be, I think, in it's going to be one of like the new generation's best best anime. Yeah. So well done. So well executed. Uh, what Michael, about since you're a PC oh. gamer, yeah. um, you know, historically, did you ever play Battlefield 2142? No, I mean, I'm, I was when I was younger. I was like only shooter like i was competitive into cs and i went to like lands and all that kind of stuff but okay. ever since cs like 1.6 i i haven't really got been into shooters i started getting a bit more into them recently with the brs and the battle royales but no i haven't played uh okay yeah that, that was something that i actually played with teams and, and, and stuff i've always you know that there is the social thing is is huge but i guess for me none of my friends uh, are gamers yeah. anymore yeah they're all like you know this just this is not their thing and uh i said it was what it is okay so games that i'm, I'm looking forward to or oh, currently playing and looking forward to i mean currently you mentioned playing. warzone but... no actually not warzone uh cold war i oh, okay. tried warzone and i can't keep up with these kids and i have figured <laughs> out that if i play cold war um around 10 to 11 a.m on a weekday <laughs> yeah i get amazing lobbies that i actually you know do, do really well. really well yeah. yeah i you know if i'm playing you know in the evenings or definitely on a weekend you know when all the kids are <laughs> online i yeah. guess yeah, yeah, yeah. I so you're playing up. with like retired people or you know whatever people that are slacking at work <laughs> slacking at it. work or maybe you know cr- <laughs> i don't know right but <laughs> some of these i can actually you know do pretty decent but i mean i've been really enjoying that I, I you know uh, it's fun 
uh, the adrenaline of it, you know, the dopamine fix that you get. Yeah. Um, been playing that, but I think I'm interestingly enough the, the the latest game that sort of caught my eye is Mario Golf. Okay. That's going to be coming out in June for the Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed playing Mario Golf on the 3DS or the DS or something. So it's a fun, casual game. Okay. Right? okay. Nice. Yeah. One of my proudest moments as a gamer dad was when my son schooled me in Mario Tennis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And I, I can't keep, uh, I cannot take him. Right. Oh, nice. so, well, now he's yeah. older now, so do you guys still play games fairly regularly together? Or? Every now and then, although we like different games. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> what, what's, what stuff is he into? So he's big into Minecraft. Fortnite. Uh-huh, okay. He is into Fortnite, Fortnite but yeah. he doesn't play Fortnite like... Um, he doesn't do the battle royale, or he doesn't do it. He 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 does like the creative Just the stuff. Build he likes, mode. yeah, he likes yeah. the building. And for me, that's like I remember I got so frustrated with him when I uh, picked up Breath of the Wild because mm-hmm. he's been playing that game for about a month and he's yeah. still on like the like the tutorial level, mm-hmm. right? Where I, something I guess I've recognized about myself is I enjoy progression, yeah, <laughs> right? And we we had a gaming evening. And he wanted to play Minecraft, and I was like, "No, I don't want to play Minecraft because there's no, there's nothing to do. There's no progression. There's no leveling up, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you have to use your like, imagination, which died, as you seen said, you know, <laughs> many decades ago. <laughs> so isn't it ironic that my son, you know, the, the, yeah. the new generation is telling yeah. me, he's like, Dad, there's so much to do, right? right. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. I have friends that are into winning. it, and they're just like same idea. Like my one friend that's huge into it, and she has to get me to play Minecraft. And I'm just like, yeah, I can't do it. Um, I was into my because for me like it's six, just like he's ago. like oh you know I'm I he's like yeah I like the competitive side the PvP side competing against others he's like you know it's not about like the EP and like you know feeling good about yourself I'm like it's not about that for me it's just that's what I get excitement out of right like and when I get smoked in a game I'm not like mad about it well I am but like you know I, I, for me it kind of just pushes me more to want to play more and get better and improve and. Mm-hmm. You know, and everyone knocks Fortnite, but it's a great game. I mean, I haven't played it in a long time. Mm-hmm. When people were worse at it, I really liked the game, like at the beginning. But now the building is just so crazy. It's not even about just being the bad, good at shooters. It's yeah. mostly just, it's like 90% of the skills, the building, and then 10% is the aim and the, mm-hmm. the that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's a totally I, different game. I, 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 I find couldn't... something about aiming just off. That's the thing. It's not as yeah. tight. It's not precise. There's something about it. I find, it very, I find the whole game very floaty. Yeah, right, that could just be me if that makes sense, right? For for me, game wise, like in terms of going back to the shooters, like uh, right now I'm playing a bunch of Apex with some friends, and and that's right. a lot. Apex of Apex has been Apex fun, Legends. yeah. So yeah, I've been I've been in and out of that. That's that's. And that's I'm sure you guys have heard of uh, the new game that everyone's hyped, the Valheim. The uh, it's like a Viking survival game. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, it's like some random early access game that sold like five million copies, and like people like streamers are getting behind it, and it's super. It's super fun okay. um, and challenging. So it's got it's got like a very good like progression cycle. Like you know, it's if you want to beat it, you're gonna be putting in a bunch of hours. Um, Interesting. And we yeah. haven't even come close yet. But it, again, that's just a social thing to kind of keep in contact with some friends that you know play kind of a different genre of game. Right, um, right. Yeah, and then for me, I guess some upcoming games of excitement. I'm also big into ARPGs, uh, actual role playing games. So I'm pretty excited for. Uh, 
any of the upcoming PoE stuff, Path of Exile, I'm huge into that game. Um, as well as uh, I actually am excited for Diablo 2 Resurrected. They're going to remaster Diablo 2. So. Man, I, I... Oh, yeah. I actually I, never I, played Diablo 2 oh, no, I played as Diablo a kid. Hardcore so this is like a fresh and... start for me to kind of be able to like really play the game. So I'm excited yeah. for it. Actually, when COVID first happened during lockdown, uh, I got my son Diablo 3 Battle Chest or something. And him and I, we, we, we did some seasons. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, so kind of more of a higher level philosophy question, I guess. Uh, yeah. But uh, it's more, uh, why do you guys feel like you still keep playing games? Um, and like, I know we mentioned before, part of it could be social or, you know, way to keep in contact with friends. But Right. Well, yeah, it's this... definitely not social for me. Because none of my <laughs> friends play it. Right, right, right. Yeah. Hmm. That, that one is, is, is uh, this is going to be long-winded. Uh, yeah. Because it's, there's two there's two parts uh, there's two parts to this question I think for me at the very least because um, I, I guess I'll work my way backwards because it will make more sense but I, the reason why I still play video games right now apart from the obvious you you know your dopamine hit your little escape your you know um, also the just the, the the satisfaction of really getting down some mechanics and and understanding how to you know in, when you execute it you're like you feel good so those are the basics everyone knows this one but. The one, the the reason, one of the main reasons why I do it is because it forces me to focus on one thing, and I am horrible at focusing at one thing. I always got to have two things happening at the same time, and I know it's not good for me health wise. But uh, video games will 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 be maybe the only hour in the in the day where I didn't multitask because I can only do one thing. You got to be completely locked in for you to play a video game. Um, and I like that. I like, I like how it forces me to do that. Other than that, I'm struggling to like pick up reading again. And that would be my other thing that I don't do any, uh, like multitasking, but specifically that's, that's the, the main reason why I, I still play video games. But there was a time where I had to completely give it, give it up. Uh, I went through like a two year span where I had to stop playing it because, um, I would get, uh, what can be i don't know what we describe perhaps as a low level anxiety panic attack like a trickle down panic in your chest while i was playing video games um and i'm like my arms would seize up or my right hand would seize up and i wouldn't be as dexterous which is like a really weird thing and eventually what i would do is i would like bleed into other things and i wouldn't be able to type quickly anymore it was a very weird effect that was happening to me um and uh, uh, this was during the time I was still playing a lot of Halo and still playing it as pretty as competitively as I as I could play. You know, we're, we're like at that point we were playing with call outs and, you know, had a team and like it was serious. Like every game was was it was was serious and it was and, you know, you put your you put your everything in it. And um, yeah, so I had to that those reactions were getting worse and worse to the point where I, all I needed to do was think about gaming. And uh, I would get all of the same, uh, the the same feelings, those sensations, and you know I could feel my my right hand seizing up on me, and then and then I couldn't, uh, like I would get all sweaty, and then uh, yeah, it was just very very uncomfortable. And at that time, really, like you know, gaming was was part of me. If you look at my basement, you know, I had like you know Halo stuff and other video game things, and it was really part of my identity. So so getting to coming to terms with the fact that I guess I just can't play anymore. And then having to let it go was a really tough thing. But what ended up happening is that uh, to fill the time, uh, the void that video games had uh, taken up, uh, you know, the void that is left, uh, I started working out, started going to the gym. And then as time progressed, I said, well, maybe this is God's way of getting me to, to live a healthier life. So I'll just let that go. 
and then I kind of resolved myself to like, I'm never going to play video games again. And that's cool. You just kind of move on You're a little sad, you know, every time you, you look at your custom made controller <laughs> certified by MLG. <laughs> Is this thing um, is this thing accessible? Can you show us? Like, no. So I mean, like, I just moved, right? So all oh, okay. my my cool shit is 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 in my house. Um, but anyway, I uh, and then I, I I was driving one day, and I do a lot of thinking, obviously, while I drive. I started a podcast while I drove, and I was I was driving one day, and I was like, I, I really enjoy driving as well, right? Shifting through gears and stuff, and I just I'm like, man, what if what if what happened to me in video games happens to me for driving? Like I just can't drive anymore. Yeah. Because I don't really, I don't remember. There was no traumatic event that caused me to stop playing video games. So you could just like one day you wake up and now you can't play video games. I couldn't play anything. At that point I was trying to, I was, I, I attested this to, to no, like I started playing Magic the Gathering on PC. Hey. Yeah, it's a good. Magic the I'm, Gathering on PC is pretty good. <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying it's not good. I freaking love Magic the Gathering. It's fun. It's fun. I like. I love the card game and spent way too much money on it. Um, oh, but I played it on. I played it on the computer because I was like, it's not a shooter. So whole, why am I getting the same reaction now that I'm playing a card game that's that's on that's on screen? Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I figured like, what if uh, I can't drive and that's going to be much harder. Like I can't just be like, well, God wants me to walk. Like that's not going to really. <laughs> yeah. Well, I might not be able to do stick anymore, which would be unfortunate. <laughs> you know? So I was like, um, so maybe I got, maybe I should look into it, but I kind of just put it in the back of your head because really I'd had no real way for me to, to, to like, I didn't know a path for me to be able to solve this problem because like, I didn't, I didn't think that I would go th- see therapy, just be like, yo doc, you got to help me play video games again. Like I just felt like that would be silly. So I really didn't know what I was dealing with. And then, um, you know, I, I, I met Muhammad and I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure our origin story is rather unique. It wasn't it, didn't I, because we didn't know each other. Right. And I we posted didn't a, know each other. Yeah, yeah. It I was, posted um, pictures of me b- building a drone, a race drone. So I built a race drone because uh, I was in between, like I was, I, I, I no longer passionate about wedding photography. I wanted to do something creative and I hadn't found podcasting yet. So in the middle was me getting into race drones. Uh, and then, so I built some, I post, I, I, I posted it on uh, Facebook. You saw it, you reached out and I'm like, all right, you sound cool. So we met up at Arendelle Park and we, we flew it. We flew our drones. You had bought one, right? You bought you bought one, and I got one. Anyway, so we met, and then um, I don't know. As time progressed, a couple of years, you invited you invited me to an NLP uh, um, was like a workshop, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a how many weeks was it? It's like an eight week one. Nine weeks or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah nine week NLP. And really, at that point in time, like I like I know he was a hypnotist, but you know it sounded woo woo to me. But also a friend that I liked. I liked hanging out with Muhammad. I, I, I there's nothing about him that's woo woo. It's just NLP. Just sounds yeah. like you know neuro linguistic programming. You know you can do. And the way it's very hard to explain without. I mean, you obviously do a better job explaining it, but um, than, than me. But you know, it just sounded weird to me. But he also invited me, and I just went on the strength of him as a as a human being like he's not gonna waste my time so i'll just go and then uh as time went on you know you could you you do these exercises in his class where you know it's really good to have a, a buddy with you when you, when you when you go to his class by the way if anyone is, is interested because like you you have like he'll explain something uh, or like a like a method or or an exercise and then you get to try it and do it and really you can see um some of the results of of just a very basic instructions, right? And so 
uh, as time went on, I think it was like on the seventh week, he, uh, it was a segment that was about um, dealing with phobias. And again, he, you know, he explains it, he walks us through it a little bit, then he obviously, like at that point, he says, is there anyone who's working on, you know, something like this, you know, you want, you, they can be kind of like, not the test dummy, but like, you know, they'll be the example. For me to do a demo, yeah. Exactly, right. And by the time it was like fifth week, I was thinking to myself, I'm going to just like volunteer for everything, because I'm just, I'm, I feel like I'm getting free change work. So I just kept on saying, but like, I felt so bad putting my hand up for this one because literally the only phobia I could think of wasn't like fear of flying or whatever. It's just like, I can't play video games anymore. And it seems like something I want to fix, but I wasn't sure. But no one else put their hand. I put my hand up and he did it. Uh, uh, and uh, immediately he got like, without me really thinking about video games, because I kind of avoided it in my head. And he was able to like almost recreate. I'm not sure that's what he's going for, but that's the way how I reacted. It was like some of the feelings came back. Like my, my index finger was seized up, my my arm. I was feeling like uncomfortable. I'm like, all right, cool. Maybe this is the path for me to be able to to to, to look into this, just to see. I wanted the tools for me to deal with whatever blockage that came as a result of video game just in case anything else comes in my life where i can't maybe i won't be able to fly or i won't be able to drive or you know anything that's really important or be in an elevator blah 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 uh and uh, yeah i had two sessions with with muhammad and uh uh after that I, I i plugged in my xbox controller and i played for 30 minutes and I felt maybe something creeping but i wasn't sure i said you know what i i got 30 minutes i'm happy that's that's you know, uh, 29 minutes more than I normally get. And then two days later, I I, came, uh, I went back and played some more. And uh, yeah, ever since then, I mean, I don't lean into it. I don't play like six hours in a go. I'm, I'm like, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to recreate it. But at the same time, uh, I'm comfortable. And I, don't, I don't fear it anymore. And I can comfortably play whenever I want. And I don't get the, 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 the reaction that I was getting for whatever reason. This was not a paid endorsement just <laughs> putting that out there <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Oh, that's awesome so nlp essentially allowed me to do two things number one reassure me that um you know if something like that happened in a different context i'd be able to i'd be able to work through it almost it feels like i did some of that work you know it wasn't just moment holding my hand but it felt like you know there was realizations it was understanding there was a better uh, you know understanding how i work and how i think and how i might bottle things up and then also you know the benefits of being able to play video games and again it's like it's just been so fun but because of the fact that it happened to me i feel like now I look at video games as more of a specifically, what does it do specifically health-wise? Because like now it might cut into your, I don't want it to cut into my gym time. I don't want it to cut into my mental health. I don't want it. I don't want any of those things. So I'm only playing video games as, as long as I know that it's healthy for me. And in my head is like this dire consequence of potentially allowing the video games to become unhealthy because I know what that does to me. So I'm always... Like I'm cognizant about it, and as a result, that's the only reason why I'm still in it. It's because I feel like it actually has a benefit to me now. That's very clear. Nice. Love that was it. my long story. Love Good answer. It. Good yeah. story. Love it. Yeah. So it's kind of like smoking. I can help uh, people quit smoking in even as one or two sessions, or I can get them up to ten packs a day. It all depends, you know, what it is that people want. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, so I guess same question to you, Mo. Why do you, uh, I guess, keep playing video games? Keep playing video games? Yeah. yeah. I, so, you know, for me, uh, all the reasons that Yasin said in terms of, yes, I mean, of course there is that biochemical high that we all get when we master something, you know, the, the, the reflexes, you know, just that mm -hmm. progression. So there's all of that, right? Um, I personally love technology. I'm a gadget guy, right? And so whenever something really remarkable comes out that just again breaks the envelope again um you know i i'm all over that like i you know the last time i built a pc was specifically for the oculus rift mm -hmm. right um and that's that's cool right the, you know the whole virtual reality thing is really cool so it's about those sort of creating those experiences um that are really easily accessible that you can't necessarily have um you know i'm not about to go jumping out of a plane or you know paintball i mean hurts. it's fun you just give it a you try can. yeah mm -hmm. maybe i will but paintball hurts right so it's a lot easier to just <laughs> do that vicariously through a controller but yeah. you know it is it's it is a way for me to recharge you know get some downtime uh to decompress um and that's really what it's become for me i i don't have the schedule where i can really get caught up Right. So like nowadays, I'm always almost looking for, you know, when, when I read game reviews and people are all complaining that, you know, the campaign was so short, it's only a six hour campaign. You're like, for perfect. me, yes, that's exactly because I can actually get through it. Yeah. Right? This is one of the reasons I haven't picked up Horizon because I know that's like a 40, 50 hour game, right? I'm surprised I finished Breath of the Wild. So I mean, that's like for me, for sure. I, I like that more like like Tomb Raider. I mentioned before, great game. I love like, there's puzzles and stuff on the side, but mm -hmm. it's a fairly linear game. And I like that. Yeah. Like some of the Skyrims and stuff like that, like like that type of game where there's like, you know, a million side quests. It's just, yeah, open world I guess, games, I don't I know if it's do it like anymore, ADD. Yeah. I'm just like, I can't get through it and I'm doing everything. And then the issue is that you're doing all these side quests and you forget about why you care about the main character and the story. And then I'm just mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm over this game. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I kind of like the better, more like linear. Nice. What about uh, you? Why do you keep playing video games? I mean, so I honestly, so there are definitely days I ask that myself that, <laughs> like probably weekly, but because um, there's some nights where like I, I, like I don't know if I've just convinced myself like, oh, I need this as like you know my downtime, my recharge. Um, so even if I'm like, yeah, there's not really much I'm excited to play, I'll still like hop on and play a bit, even if like I'm like, I know I'm probably not gonna have fun. Uh, but as a whole, I definitely it's it's used uh, as you know to connect with uh, friends and keeping contact with friends and uh, yeah definitely kind of a recharge you know to try to make sure that you know the next day at work the next day you know whatever spend time with the family you're kind of your best version of yourself because you mm -hmm. can kind of get rid of the stress and the demons and the whatever through the games and then you know just be like completely present when you're the next day. All right, so yeah, so now, uh, Mohammed, I know you kind of initially reached out to me. I know my wife and your sister are co-workers, but you kind of said you really liked kind of the angle I was taking because I think it is a bit of a, I don't want to say niche market, but, you know, I think fatherhood as a whole is something that's not really covered um, properly. And definitely gaming is, you know, it's obviously improving, uh, but it still has that social stigma. Um, but obviously you from the hypnosis side, you know, you said, you know, let's kind of chat and then we'll kind of talk about, Healthy gaming was kind of the big thing. So I don't know if you kind of want to kick us off on our sure. you know, chat about healthy gaming. And I know you had also mentioned that you've dealt with, whether it be the parents reaching out to you, the kid or the adults directly, addiction and I guess, yeah, healthy gaming and how to ensure that it stays as just a minor void filler versus like a full-on addiction. 
Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. There's, um, I've helped, I've helped both kids and adults uh, kind of overcome uh, video game addictions. But if I could sort of like really, in just a couple sentences, how do we know when it is uh, an addiction based or when uh, it's healthy is, is one, it has to do with uh, the emotions that are being generated. Right. So we think we're, uh, you know, getting some downtime in, but if we're feeling, you know, anxious or if we're feeling depressed or if we're feeling angry, you know, if we don't get uh, to play, you know, these are all signs that, okay, there's probably an addiction happening. Right. Mm -hmm. The other thing is when things become habit where we don't know why we're playing. Right. That's another sign where it's probably an addiction. So one of the things that I do myself consciously is I will go through these sort of like actually March happens to be, you know, we're actually doing this right now as a, as a family is we're going completely content free. The only exception is WandaVision because come on, you have to watch that. Right. But other than that, like no video games, no movies, no TVs, nothing like that, just because, you know, we want to make sure that nothing, nothing like this necessarily becomes a habit. It's just something that you always do and habit being something you always do before going to bed or every, you know, evening you sit, sit down for a half an hour. Right. Because, uh, these sort of things, when they're unconscious, they, they begin to generalize. And especially when we have other things that are important and might be difficult and might require attention and focus, and if we're not doing that in lieu of playing video games because of the satisfaction it brings now, and replace video games with anything else really, you know, watching YouTube, watching Netflix, watching, you know, watching sports or anything like that. But that's when these sort of things become addictions. So really, I, I guess I said two or three sentences, but it has to do with, you know, whether it's conscious or unconscious and whether it is actually creating an emotion where we feel good, right? Um, maybe it's a sense of calm. Maybe it's a sense of connectedness. Like you, you know, you gave this example of, uh, being very social, it's a way for you to connect with your friends, right? That's all signs of it's healthy gaming where it's actually recharging you. But if at the end of your gaming session you feel drained, um, it's probably not a good sign. You probably need to take a break from it, right? So I can get into more details into some of the psychology, but I just want to kind of leave it at that as a, as a high level. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And I mean... Yeah, I need to, I need to Gatorade after some Halo sessions. You know, it's like almost 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 lost friends. Like it was it was it was too much. That's not that's not how you want to live life. Yeah, I mean, it's for sure. Like one of the games that makes you think of that, like in terms of you're saying enjoyment and you know anger or whatever, is uh, was back when I was big in the League of Legends and I wasn't even like that great. Like right, I was only like a high gold player, uh, which I still think is like top five percent of players. But like in terms of like there is still like thirty ranks above that. Like mm -hmm. it's still like completely bad. Um, but my wife always just like like this is four kids and everything was like why do you play that like you kind of like more often than not you're angry because like when you lose like yeah. right like you're so frustrated because it's a team game and if someone's just not performing you lose and i was like well because like the highs make up for how bad like the, the, the lows are right. and eventually i was like oh man that sounds terrible right like the actual <laughs> like an addict <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like chasing yeah, the highs, I, I man. hate being hung over. I hate you know the the math come down, but that <laughs> high is just so worth it. Like you know, 
The other thing that I guess frustrates me about video games today is just a lot of them have really, they've mastered the psychology of addictions, right? So nothing frustrates me more than uh, one, if you go through like the app store, for example, and you read the reviews, for some reason, being addicted to a video game is glorified now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like the reviews. This game oh, this is great. Is a, I'm addicted. I'm so addicted. You know, this is, this is such a great way to kill time. And, yeah. you know, so that sort of stuff is like, okay, that's interesting. But then it's the it's the um, it's almost like the gambling aspect. So, you know, this whole concept of uh, the battle pass mm-hmm. or the loot boxes or the loot like boxes that. or yeah. all of that. Like these are all things that are now making its way into so many all sorts of games, and they're designed where you're no longer really getting a good story or mastering game mechanics. You're literally just doing simple basic repetitive tasks just to get the next new skin exactly right so that that whole thing and i've fallen victim to it myself but that whole side which is overwhelmingly now starting to take over the industry um is a great way to make money horrible for our emotional and mental and behavioral health horrible right yeah this is how addictions get formed right so i it's it's i think it's almost becoming like where gaming is becoming is like this trash tv and then after there's a documentary then is you know something that's meaningful that's fiction blah blah, blah. It's, it's it's one of those things where it's like you know like we i think people who are gamers who enjoy it and actually have some level of a healthy uh, like uh relationship with it should look to indie games you know smaller smaller production companies that are making meaningful games still they're shorter but they're also there's 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 a whole lot of heart behind it and um and really i mean it'll help you make a better connection with video games that's not so that's not un so unhealthy right there's a reason why um you know uh, like even just you know Fortnite with all those colors just the colors alone the palette alone is addictive you know, because you're getting you're getting a, a rush just from 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 you know a visit the the visual aspect of it, and so you know I mean I, I, I it sounds like it's super deep like this is our responsibility as uh, healthy gamers but like really like put some money towards indie games put 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 some money towards people who are who understand like like they 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 to some level understand what you know what Muhammad is saying and and like this is a, almost like a vapidness to these pay to play uh mod, models and they still have very good people who are making good games and i think like you know maybe we you push that towards the forefront as well so you can you can uh, you know you can keep this going because it can just become a thing where it's just it's just you know uh shitty games that there's a lot of junk just, food games. Exactly. There There's we go. There's a lot, There's of, a lot junk of junk food, food games. games, right? Yeah, so. the majority of the industry is filled now with junk food games. And people yeah. do not know. And it's like one thing hits off and there's like, you know, two dozen clones the next day. Yeah. Right? Uh, and they're all making money. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, yeah. So Yeah, I think it's just society as a whole, right? Like, it's, it's interesting, but like, it's kind of like society's going that direction. Like, even uh, binge. Right? Yeah. Like that's the new thing. Like you know, no one no one wants to watch one. Like like one of great, but you know, no one wants these weekly shows, yeah. right? You want like this is the day that twenty episodes come out. I can sit there in my PJs and watch the entire weekend. Like that's yeah. just like the way society is going. My um, sister actually, Alia, she forwarded me some Instagram post, and it was saying that for some, the, the the middle attention span is gone. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Either people want a 10 second, you know, delivery. That's all the attention I have. Mm-hmm. Or they want like, I will watch seasons one through eight. Yeah. <laughs> this week, you and know, like, that's it. <laughs> it's funny because I was just talking to someone about this. And um, I don't know if it's just because of how like society is going, if it's somewhat relatable. But obviously there's the uh, documentary Netflix, which is uh, called The Social Dilemma. So it talks about oh, all yeah, the yeah. negatives. I still got to watch yeah. Right? Yeah. So you definitely should. I would surprise yeah, you. Yeah, you should. Yeah, I'm yeah, surprised yeah. you haven't watched it. Yeah, too. with your profession and everything. But, yeah. um, well, that's the, one of the reasons I, because I, I, I'm very conscious of what I watch. Yeah. Of how it will affect me emotionally. Right? Yeah, so that's one of the reasons I haven't watched it. The one cool thing in the main takeaway, not to ruin it, that I yeah. took from it was like, which I never thought about before, and not to get into politics, but like they talk about in there how the middle is dying yeah. in terms of the political spectrum, and yeah. it's all because of social media, because mm-hmm. because of how YouTube and all these companies are so good at pushing what you want and just pushing you more and more and more and more content. As soon as you start going down the left or going down the right, they just start pushing that content towards you. So, like, I don't know if it's the same thing with the attention span, but the whole middle is dying. Like, it's just like everyone either wants to be one extreme or the other. Probably sure, not related, yeah. but maybe there's some like kind of aspect in there where society's kind of like just going super far one way or another. Right. Well, it is, I think, right? Because, I mean, that's the thing. It's like either you don't play games at all or you're playing these ridiculous sort of candy crush <laughs> games, which, okay, like I played as well, but... You know, yeah, I love Yasin. I love what you said. Yeah. Really, it's about let's go find these gourmet, you know, mom mm-hmm. and pop, forget yeah. about the big chains, you know, find the indie developers who are really putting their hearts and souls, yeah. right? Um, I mean, for some reason, I keep just going back to Max Payne. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever played that, but that's yeah. such a, oh my God. And maybe, you know, maybe it's lost its value. It's like, what was it? Five years ago, I found um, the original 1980s season one of Thundercats. <laughs> it wasn't what I remembered. Oh, there's definitely <laughs> right? rose-colored so maybe there's glasses a, you know, for some sure. Of that, right? But yeah. it was a good story. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you know what? I mean, uh, as as we're, we're we're winding down, I'm gonna take this full circle. I'm just gonna say, uh, you should uh, you should definitely play you should definitely play uh, Horizon Zero Dawn I because should, yeah. you know it's a it's a it's a small video game company. It was called Guerrilla Games. Hold on, I mean, I'm just making sure. Yeah, Dutch based, Dutch based, small team put all their heart in it. They had uh, they did Kill Switch. I think they did Kill Switch. No, Kill, Kill Zone. Excuse me. They did Kill Zone, oh, which yeah, was, okay. was like huge. <coughs> excuse me. When when what was that? PS4? No, PS3 when it came out. Mm-hmm. It was one of their title games, and then they just said, hey, "You know what? I think we want to do something that's a little bit more happier because, um, you know, this, a lot of them just, you know, they got married and they have kids, and they they wanted to share the game that they make with their kids. <laughs> you can't just be like, you, you want to play some Killzone, <laughs> little child. <laughs> so, you know, they wanted to do something a little bit happier, a little thing, something brighter, and so they they allowed the entire staff to pitch what they should what you what they should go." Like, which direction should they go next? Like, right down to the, the janitor. Anyone can come in, pitch a game. And then this one, this one, this was the result. So there's a lot of heart behind it. Although it's a AAA, it's a AAA title, but definitely small team type situation. So, you know, you got your gourmet, brother. I've been telling yeah, you for like yeah. two months. Yeah, I might finish it. I did get into it, but again, it's, it was just the land. They got to the point where... Um, yeah, it's no tough. Spoilers, yeah, I guess. yeah. Yeah, oh. Yeah. No spoilers. Yeah. No spoilers. No spoilers for sure. Yeah. Uh, this has been this has been awesome. I, I don't really get to talk about video games this much in a very long time. This feels great. I feel I feel. It's, yeah, I, it's I really enjoyed it. Like I said, uh, I know yeah. you seen you're saying that you know you're not a 
father, so I might kind of circle back to Muhammad at some point just to kind of see if he has any high-level, you know, fatherhood tips. But right. All right. So pay attention. That's mm-hmm. that's all it comes down to. I do a lot of coaching, like with kids with the other issues, and you know, not just video games and stuff. But it's just that a lot of the times it's like parents. Parents ask me, it's like, what is my kid thinking? Can you tell me, Muhammad? I'm what? like, have you asked them? And then they look at me as if, you know, like, what? I'm like, ask them. Just ask them, you know, pay attention. So, you know, it's it's all about uh, spending, you know, real quality time. You don't have to do anything or buy yeah. anything. Kids just want to hang out with you, right? Mm-hmm. And if that's hanging out with you or via playing video games, great, mm-hmm. right? As long as, again, it doesn't become, you know... I, I just feel what is being pushed and what's popular and the advertising and everything is, is that there are these formulas um, and it's just way too much stimulation, right? So mm-hmm. the Switch, I think, is great for that because, you know, the old schools like Mario Kart, you know, Odyssey, as you said, um, you know, these are good, solid gameplay type games, which um, it's, just, it's just back to basics. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. I mean, very high level to tie in <laughs> to very deep, deep, deep concepts. But right, yeah, but there's, a, there's some parallel to that. I mean, like you, you uh, there's two things I'm putting together. Really, just kind of uh, that I noticed is the first thing was uh, you had said like you should have an awareness around why you play video games, right? So like this, uh, this everything comes down to awareness. You know, like understand the reasons why. What's your own motivations? Ask you this, ask yourself those questions so that you can always check in. Um, but then, you know, parents need to be aware too. You were just saying like, you know, uh, pay attention. And I thought that was cool because like in almost all aspects, being, being aware is, uh, yeah. Well, that's why every week in my class, we did that exercise for the first 15 minutes where we would stare at each other, uh, each other Mm -hmm. and, you know, almost try to sense what the other and the one thing about like yeah about being right. awareness i think so we build that you know, takeaway especially right. on the gaming side you know whether they not be father yet or whatever is is self-awareness right is is ask the, yourself those questions like you know like why am i doing this whether it be like work like even you like you had self-awareness to realize that you wanted to step back from the corporate world and that that what made you happy yeah i mean i think that's the end of the day like after yeah. all my messages and like you know you try to be deep it's like at the end of the day it's just like do what makes you happy. As long as you're not ruining others' happiness, do what makes you happy. And, you know, self-awareness and asking yourself those important questions helps you get to that point. Yeah. And I find when I talk to a lot of parents who are worried about their kids, it's always coming from a place of fear. It's like, you know, my kid, and maybe they do play too many video games, right? And maybe there is a concern there and it's valid and it needs to be addressed. But a lot of the times it's just, you know, they're thinking like 20 years later, right? And just because this kid spent, yeah, you know, sure. a weekend playing video games is not the end of the world. Right, um, but it's just society's, so a lot of society's view on it, and especially I mean, awareness. Maybe you yeah. had probably mm-hmm. issues with your parents, you know, and being a gamer and you're younger. I, I mean, I definitely did. My dad and I used to always be like on my case about it. At one point, I said, "What do you want from me?" I said, "Like in high school, I worked thirty to thirty-five hours a week at Tim Hortons. I had a girlfriend. I went to parties every week. I had friends. I was on the honor roll. It was like literally, I can do nothing more for you." Like, would you rather me be hanging out at a mall? And he's like, well, that's what I did. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I think those kids are losers. Sorry if anyone's listening was that kind of a kid. But, like, I was like, I don't want to just go hang out at a mall. Like, I was like, be parents. And, but it's, it, it, it's what, yeah. what parents. I it's love what, that, though. You know, that's that's balance. Society yeah. perceives, right? Like, 
if you're huge in NFL, you probably watch what I don't know what it is, 10, 15 hours a week of NFL. If you're not even consuming Sportsnet and other content and draft on top of that, right? But if somebody was like, "Hey, I'm a gamer and I game 20 hours right. a week," people would be like, "Oh, that's kind of sad." But the same guy that's huge in NFL is like, "Oh, you're a normal, cool, bro-y right. dad. Like you're a good, you're the office buddy, you know." <laughs> but anyways, that is fair. That is fair. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. No, you're, you're absolutely correct. All right, well, I guess unless there's anything else you guys want to, you know, kind of talk about, we can kind of wrap this up and let you see and get to his... Uh... Anyways, thanks a lot for your chat. I know thanks a lot again for giving us 20 extra minutes there. You see, and hopefully you're not too late hey. for... Oh, no, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been fun. All right, thanks a lot for you for super your time. Fun. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. All right, have a good one. Good right, night. Take care, guys. I hope you enjoyed the episode. My main takeaways from this episode is to ensure gaming is always an enjoyable and purpose-driven hobby and to support indie games as the majority of the industry is going towards junk food addiction-based games. From a fatherhood side, ensure that you spend quality time with your kids and pay attention to them. Ensure to talk to them and ask them what they want to do and about their feelings. Thanks for listening.